People change identities for all types of reasons. Perhaps it's to escape a troubled past. Maybe they're a member of the international espionage community and they have loyalty to a new nation and they want to, to have a new citizenship in that country. Or maybe the most joyous reason of all is they've joined a new family through adoption and marriage and they want to take on that family name. Well, in a way, friend, those three conditions apply to our new identity in Christ. And how do we take on that new identity? By being baptized into Christ through his name. Let's get into it. Thank you, friend, for joining us at Arlington United. Praise God. My new identity. Ever since I was a teenager, I have been fascinated by stories of spies or soldiers or refugees who have been in danger and they had to take on disguises to escape the danger. What stories interest you? I, I, I just find them fascinating. Desde que era adolescente, me fascinaban las historias de espías o soldados o refugiados. Que han estado en peligro y se han disfrazado para escapar del peligro. In extreme cases, people have taken on whole new identities to reach a place of safety and security. A whole new identity. They wear new clothes. They may change their appearance. Uh, they even, some of them, change their name in order to be free. And, and Casos. Extremos, los personas han uh, adquirido identidades completamente nuevas para llegar a un lugar seguro y protegido. Y es un ropa nueva, cambian su apariencia e incluso cambian su nombre para ser libres. As I was studying this week, it occurred to me that people take on a new identity for three reasons. There are three reasons that people take on a new identity. Mientras estudiaba esta semana, se me ocurrió que las personas adquieren una nueva identidad por tres razones. Tres razones, three reasons. Número uno, said that in English. <laughs> they want to escape the dangers associated with the troubled past. People change their identity because they want to escape the dangers of a troubled past. You've seen movies like that. Quieren escapar los peligros asociados con un pasado turbulento. Dos. They have become loyal to a new nation. And they want to have citizenship in that new nation that they're loyal to. Se han vuelto leales a una nueva nación y quieren tener ciudadana en esa nación. Citizenship. Ciudadana. Number three, so they want to escape danger, new loyalty. They have joined a new family through marriage or adoption, and they want to wear that family name. They want to wear that family name. Se han unido a una nueva familia por matrimonio o adopción y quieren usar ese apelero. They want to wear the new family name that they've been adopted into or that they've married into. 
Thursday night, we're going to create a whole new person because there's going to be a new identity. Identidad Nueva uh, on Miracles. Can you see today this is exactly what baptism in the name of Jesus does for us? Puedo ver hoy que esto es exactamente lo que el bautismo en el nombre de Jesús hace por nosotros. In our text today, Paul tells us that anyone who is in Christ is a new creature. In nuestro texto de hoy, Pablo nos dice que cualquiera que está en Cristo es una nueva criatura. Tiene un nueva identidad. If you're in Christ, you have a new identity. Identidad nueva. When we take on the identity of Christ, we escape the dangers associated with the troubled past. I praise God that our sins are remitted through taking on a new identity in Jesus. We can read that in Acts 2.38. Cuando asumimos la identidad de Cristo, escapamos de los peligros asociados con un pasado turbulento. Nuestros pecados son remitidos. Hechos 2.38. When we take on the identity of Christ, we become part of a holy nation. And we have a new citizenship. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. We change our spiritual passport because we're a citizen of a new kingdom when we take on the name of Jesus. Cuando asumimos la identidad de Cristo, nos unimos la, uh, uh, um, nos convertimos en parte de una nación santa, a holy nation, a nación santa. When we take on the identity of Christ, we join the bride of Christ, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, and we are adopted into the family. Romans 8 and 15. Do you understand that? When you take on the name of Jesus, you become his bride. And you become the sons and daughters of God through this taking on the name of Jesus. Cuando asumimos la identidad de Cristo, nos unimos a la espacio de Cristo y somos adoptados en la familia de Jesús. En la familia el rey. En la familia El Señor. How do we get in Christ? Sounds like a great deal, right? New identity. How do I get in Christ? Through baptism. ¿Cómo entramos en Cristo? A través del bautismo. A través del bautismo. Galatians 3.27. For as many of you have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. If you've been baptized in his name, you have put on Christ. It's like wearing a, a new set of clothes, a new identity in Jesus. When we, when we are baptized into him, we put on Christ. See? Porque todos lo que habías sido bautizados en Cristo, de Cristo estáis revestidos. We put him on. Es como usar un nuevo ego uh, de ropa, una nueva identidad de Jesús. We put on Jesus in baptism. When Martin goes down in that water, cuando Martin en agua, in the name of Jesus, in el nombre de Jesús, he will put on Christ like clothes. I don't know 
know if that does anything for you today, but it excites me to know <laughs> that my father sees me in a new light because I have a new identity. I have a nueva identidad in Jesucristo. And my enemy, el diablo, he sees me differently because I am in Cristo. When he comes against me, he doesn't just come against me, Sister Sheila. He comes against Jesus Christ, Jesucristo. Baptism is more than a symbol of our faith. Hear me now. It is an act of obedience in which we participate in the covenant relationship that God has made available to us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It is more than a symbol. It is a participatory obedience in the new covenant that God has created. El batismo es más que un símbolo de nuestra fe. Es un acto de obediencia en el que participamos en la relación de pacto que Dios ha puesto a nuestra disposición a través de la muerte, sepultura y resurrección de Jesucristo. We take on his death, burial, and resurrection through repentance, baptism in water, and baptism in spirit. In baptism, we are buried with Christ. We identify with his death in baptism. We don't physically die, but we die to sin and to our old ways of living. In el bautismo, somos sepultados con Cristo. Nos identificamos con su muerte en el bautismo. No morimos uh, físicamente, pero morimos el pecado y las viejas formas de vivir. Our former way of living stays in that water. So what if I sin after I'm baptized? You fall back on the name of Jesus and your baptism works forward as well as backwards. It releases you from your former identity of being a slave to sin and frees you to live in Christ in power, authority, and the freedom of the name of Jesus. Somebody should worship the Lord right now. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to have a new identity in Christ. When Paul converted to Christianity, Ananias commanded him to be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord, Acts 22 and 16. Cuando Pablo se convirtió al cristianismo, Ananias le ordeno que sea batuzada y llave sus pecados, llave sus pecados, invocando el nombre del Señor. This is the context, calling on the name of the Lord, in which Paul quotes Joel 2.22, uh, 2.32, excuse me, in Romans 10, 13, he says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's what Paul was talking about. Este es el contexto en el que Pablo cita Joel 2:32 in Romanos 10, 13. Y dice que todo aquel que invoque el nombre del Señor será salvo. It's a description of the invocation of the name of Jesus in baptism. And the name of Jesus was called over every convert that the disciples baptized in the New Testament. Es un uh, descripción de la invocación del nombre de Jesús en el bautismo. Y el nombre de Jesús fue invocado sobre cada converso que los disciples baptizaron en el Nuevo Testamento. Every person they baptized, they invoked that name of Jesus over. 
because it is in the name of Jesus that a new identity is formed. It's not enough just to call Jesus Lord. Now, some people look at Romans 10, 13. They say, call on the name of the Lord to be saved. They say, if you profess the Lord with your mouth that, that, that everything's going to be okay, you just call Jesus Lord and you'll be saved. Here's the challenge with that scripture. We must be obedient to Christ's commands and not just call his name. No basta con llamar a Jesús Señor. Debemos ser obedientes a sus mandamientos. Jesus says, not everybody that says to me, Lord, Lord, is going to enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the ones who do the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 7, 21. Jesus dice, no todo el que me dice, Señor, Señor, entrera en el reino de los cielos, sino el que hace la voluntad de mi Padre que está en los cielos. We need to be obedient. How many believe that we need to obey the word of God? Amen. The name of Jesus needs to be on our lips. But we need to obey Jesus in our daily lifestyle. Amen? You know, there's only one perfect one. That's him. But we need to follow him in good faith and obey him. Jesus promised us that he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Jesus nos prometió que el que creyere y fuere batizado será salvo. Believes and is baptized shall be saved. Peter said in his letter, Brother Mark uh, had it on the screen today. Baptism now saves us. Peter lo dijo en su carta y hermano uh, Marco, Lialo para nosotros hoy, el batismo ahora no salva. El batismo ahora no salva. Peter and the rest of the disciples baptized in the name of Jesus because they understood that there is power in the name of Jesus. In fact, they proclaimed that there was no salvation in any other name. In Acts 4 and 12. Pedro y las dimas discípulos batizan en el nombre de Jesús porque entendieron que en el nombre de Jesús el poder de hecho proclamaron que no había salvación en ningún otro nombre. No other name. They understood that the command of Jesus to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit was to be obeyed by baptizing in the name of Jesus. Entendieron que el mandato de Jesús de batizar en el nombre de Padre, Hijo y Espíritu Santo debía ser obedecido, batizado en el nombre de Jesús. Father, Son, and Spirit of titles. These are ways that God has revealed himself to us, and we are so thankful today for that revelation. Are you thankful for the revelation that God is our Father? Are you thankful for the revelation that He came as a Son, Jesus? Are you thankful that the Holy Spirit is active in our world today? Padre, Hijo, y Espíritu son títulos. Son formas en que Dios se ha revelado a nosotros y estamos muy agradecidos hoy para esa revelación. But Jesus is the name whose identity that we take on. Pero Jesús es el nombre cuya identidad asumimos. To have a new identity in Christ, we have to take on that name. Para tener una nueva identidad en Cristo, debemos asumir ese nombre. To be part of a family, you have to bear that family name. Para ser parte 
de una familia llevas ese apellido. Ellie's name is Jackson because she's part of the family. Martin today, in the spirit world, his last name is going to be Jesus because he's going to be part of the family. He's joining the family today. Can I say it this way? Today the church is in a family way. There's a new birth that is occurring today, and we have an hermano nuevo, nuevo, a new brother in Christ, because Martin is taking on the name of Jesus. En nombre de Jesús. Praise God. This is why Peter consistently commanded that Christian converts be baptized in the name of Jesus. He commanded in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, and he commanded in Acts chapter 10, verse 48. Es por eso que Pedro ordenó consistentemente que los cristianos convertidos uh, fueran bautizados en el nombre de Jesús. Hechos 2.38, Hechos 10.48. We call on the Lord. I love this. <laughs> We call on the Lord to wash away our sins in baptism so we can be prepared to live in a new life, a new identity with him. Aren't you thankful for the name of Jesus? Pedimos al Señor que llave nuestros pecados en el bautismo para que podamos estar preparados para vivir una nueva vida, una nueva identidad con Él. Nueva vida, nueva identidad, a new life, a new identity in Christ. Angela, Grant, Jesus. Jana, Jackson, Jesus. Roy, Isaacs, Jesus. Martin Jesus. <laughs> we take on the name of Jesus Amen. in baptism. When we are baptized in his name, our identity is changed. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> From the old ways of sin and shame, to the new ways of righteousness and peace. Cuando somos bautizados en su nombre de Jesús, nuestra identidad cambia de los viejos caminos de pecado y vergüenza a los nuevos caminos de justicia y paz. En el nombre de Jesús. Identidad nueva en Jesucristo. What an opportunity, what a, what a wonderful, joyous consideration that you and I can leave behind our troubled past, that we can become citizens of this kingdom of heaven, that we can join the family of God through adoption as sons and daughters, to use another metaphor of the New Testament, through becoming part of the bride of Christ, we change our family name. We take on the name after which the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That matchless, wondrous, powerful, salvific name of Jesus. Oh friend, if you haven't been baptized in his name, please, I urge you today, make that your first priority. And thank you friend for joining us at Arlington United. Thank you.